Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. That is what you call sacrifice. You renounce your attachment, not the things. You can never renounce things. Even the body, you cannot renounce until death takes you away from the body. You use the body, but don't say it's mine. So everything that we seem to be possessing and using, do not owned by, belongs to us, no. They don't belong to. They are simply around us, given by God or nature, put it any way you want. Some people don't like to use the term God. Call it nature. The cosmic consciousness, the cosmic intelligence. Then we are free. We are not affected by anything. That is the only way to sterilize the mind. Again, it's easy to say, easy to hear, but hard to do. For that, we have to develop the strength of the mind. We have to discipline the mind. Mind disciplined is your beautiful friend and a fantastic instrument. You not only win God, you win everything. Because when you win God, automatically you win the whole universe. Because it belongs to Him anyway. An undisciplined mind will constantly put you in hell. Now, the, another problem is, slowly, Swami, you are coming to a very critical point. Huh? We have heard enough. Huh? Do this, don't do that. Huh? That's the reason why we ran out of our homes, our colleges. <laughs> I know what I am doing. Mama, you don't need to tell me. I am grown up now. Hmm? Who are you to discipline me? Nobody needs to discipline you. You have to discipline yourself. If you are interested in disciplining yourself, you will ask everybody to help you in that discipline. Particularly in the modern age, among youth, even the term discipline stirs up them. They don't want to be said. Why should I say? 
It's none of my business. I don't lose anything or gain anything. But individuals, they should realize that without the proper discipline in life, discipline of the mind and body, discipline of the senses, without that, I can neither enjoy this world nor another world. I can never be happy anywhere. Let them know that. And that is what is said by the commandments. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not do this, that. What is it? certain disciplinary guidelines so that we can strengthen our mind because a mind disciplined becomes a very strong instrument like natural forces honest you can use it for anything you want you see the scientists doing that nowadays everything is honest you focus it on a precise point where you want to. See the lights focused with those side lenses. Shades. The camera is focused. My voice is focused. Unless you regulate and focus it, you cannot achieve great results. A dissipated mind cannot get anything. Your body should have discipline. And that is what we see in the entire cosmos. Don't you see discipline even among the galaxies? All the stars follow a certain rule. The sun follows a rule. The moon follows its rule. They just don't run around here and there saying we want freedom. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? If the sun and moon and stars and the planets, if they want to run as they want, the scientists can never land there. Because they will figure out the moon will be at such and such place on such and such day, and then they will send a capsule, and then the moon will change its mind and go somewhere else. <laughs> that is the proof. That everything in nature follows a disciplined life. There is a course, of course. Unfortunate thing is only in the human being. I don't know why that mischievous God huh? <laughs> gave a little freedom. Man, all right, you can have a little freedom. I'm controlling everything. Everything obeys me and they follow the discipline I gave them. They just go on the allotted course. No problem whatsoever. And probably because everybody obeys, everything obeys his rule and follows the same discipline, he doesn't seem to have any fun anymore. So he also probably wanted to have some fun and said, Okay man, I give you some freedom. 
have some mischiefs and let me have some fun. Yes, sometimes I am not quite happy with uh, whoever it is uh, who did that. Huh? Huh? Who asked him to give us the freedom? Huh? Nobody. He just gave him the, gave us the freedom. And he sits out and watches huh? how the kids will huh? do. It's terrible. But he wanted it that way, he has done it that way, we cannot change him anyway. So, we simply have to accept it and he is not going to interfere with our freedom, at least within certain limit. So, it's better for us to use the freedom properly by watching the entire nature and following their lesson. That is where concentration, meditation comes. That's an important point. Even if we cannot sit and self-analyze or do anything, all other rituals or whatever it is, let meditation become a part of our life. At least that. Because that will slowly set right everything. All our problems are due to the unruly mind. And concentration helps us in slowly getting control over that mind. Little by little, little by little, little by little, we gain mastery over the mind. And one day you'll be surprised how obedient your mind is. And you'll notice that everything that you have been running after will begin to run after you. Didn't the Bible say clearly, seek ye the kingdom of God. Everything else will be added unto. Instead of running after things one by one, one by one, run after that one which when gotten will make everything run after you. The Hindu scriptures also have said the same. Know that by knowing which you would have known everything else. What is that? The realization of the truth. How is that possible? by a well-disciplined mind. There is no shortcut. 
And how can you discipline the mind? You certainly work with body too. Because you cannot discipline the mind while totally ignoring the body. They go together. Because remember that body and mind are not two different things. They are one and the same in different expression, different levels of expression. Mind came together and became solid is body. Body expanded becomes mind. Subtle body and physical body. Stula sarira, sukshma sarira they call it. They are one and the same. Like ice and water. And the causal body is like steam, much still more expanded. That is the reason, if you want to do anything with the mind, it's easy to begin with the body. It's very scientific. People with technical mind will know what it is. I can explain this in a simple analogy. The motor car, which we all know, we all use, we all know how the motor car begins to move from a stand-still position, how it begins to move, where the movement starts. The minute we start the key, the spark plug ignites the gas, and the first visible movement is in the piston. The piston is kicked down by the compression stroke, I mean the, the ignition. And then from the piston, it is transferred to the connecting rod, then the shaft, crankshaft, and to the running shaft, and then to the axle, if it is a front wheel drive, front axle, or the back axle, otherwise, and then from the axle to the wheel. So it begins at the piston and slowly goes, it's not slowly, almost simultaneously, but that is where it begins. And the major expression of the movement is at the wheel. And because of the wheel, moving, the entire car moves. So if that is clearly understood, that it is because of the piston movement, ultimately the car moves. Now if we want to stop the car, a moving car, where do we apply the brake? Where the movement started? Can anybody tell me from the audience? Hmm? At the wheel. Why shouldn't the movement start at the piston? Why not we apply the brake at the piston? If you apply the brake at the piston, you should need a gunny bag to take the pieces of the engine. <laughs> See how, how scientific it is. It started at the piston, 
slowly develops until the wheel moves and when we want to stop the car we are applying the brake at the wheel where the movement is magnified there it is more gross not at the beginning where it is very subtle in the same way this body which is a motor car moves not because the leg wants to move no but because of the piston inside something fires in you sort of ignition what fires i want to eat a desire fires you see a desire in the mind i must go and have a nice sumptuous meal immediately the thought sends message to the brain and then the motor nerves you call it motor nerves eh? the, they say hey legs walk towards the kitchen <laughs> hmm? and of course the entire body should coordinate immediately so the message goes all over the body and the leg begins to walk see a thought causes the movement of the body now if we want to stop the movement of the mind the thought where would you apply the brake you simply apply the brake to the leg leg don't walk to the the kitchen no don't go the thought will roar but the brakes are applied to the leg you are adamant no i am not going to budge an inch i am not going to open the refrigerator anymore <laughs> see you are applying brake at a very physical place very gross area to control the mind thanks for listening to this integral yoga multimedia podcast we hope you'll subscribe For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.